Welcome to the Collaborative Resource Hub by Wellness Provisions. Our mission is to bridge the gap between mental health, wellness, and music, specifically rock and roll. I'm Amy McBride, owner of Wellness Provisions, the most badass wellness business. Wellness Provisions supplies rock and rollers with high quality supplements. We give you a trustworthy place to go where you can essentially shop blindfolded. Our wellness kits were created out of a need to simplify your shopping experience and make it stress-free. You'll get the most effective nutrients in the least amount of bottles with the least trial and error. Immerse yourself in the Collaborative Resource Hub by going to our website where you'll have access to helpful resources that can nudge you in the right direction. Let's inspire each other. If that guy did it, so can you. Find the Collaborative Resource Hub interviews on YouTube, all major podcast platforms, and get cool music and wellness perks by supporting us on Patreon. Last but not least, my legal disclaimer, nothing in this interview or the Collaborative Resource Hub substitutes medical advice. Please connect with your GP if you need medical guidance. Yo, so we have an educational episode for you today. Uh, Seth Bovio from Superior Electrolytes is chatting with us and you can learn all about electrolytes. Um, he says that minerals are the key to hydration, not just the electrolytes. Um, and it's true. And a lot of people are, uh, their bodies are off balance uh, by drinking too much, just plain water and not getting um, not enough of the minerals to balance that. Um, and these minerals are important for um, nutrient uptake and oxygen and, um, uh, helping your cardiovascular system. So uh, tune in and learn about why electrolytes are really, really crucial. Seth from Superior Electrolytes, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so Superior Electrolytes makes electrolytes. Um, what is the mission behind the company? Uh, well, first, Superior, the name, it's the French spelling. I was on a uh, trail run in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, where my wife is from, and I saw a sign that said La Lac Superior, whatever the French pronunciation of Superior is. Yeah. I couldn't wait to get, I ran sub seven minute pace to get back to the to where we were staying and to tell my wife, I found, finally figured out the name. Superior is the original French spelling of what is now Lake Superior. And up in Lake Superior, eagles fly, eagles fly solo. We were gonna start an independent company. So the name isn't, it's really more of a where and who we are. And we only make electrolytes and we are an independent. Uh, everybody that's a partner of mine is a, was one of us packing orders, shipping orders, selling product. We're hundred uh, percent worker owned and uh, we don't have any interest in any kind of funding. Mm -hmm. And we love that we can use better ingredients, have a big gap advantage over our competition and have fun doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. What in your life kind of drew you towards helping people through what is now electrolytes? Uh, my mother used to win races. And so I, as a kid, I'd be a six or eight or 10 year old and I'd go to a race and like the Cleveland Marathon, I remember being there. My mother was second in that race oh, wow. of, of the women. But I remember I had a one of my siblings, my brother was in a stroller in front of me and we're standing there at mile 25 or 26 towards the finish. And I'm standing there with a bunch of women basically waiting for their husbands to come. This is uh, 
45 years ago, 40 years ago. And not so many women used to run marathons. Now I think it's mostly women running marathons. But back then, so all these wives were waiting for their husbands. And here I am, go mom. And my mom would beat all of them. And, and so she'd run Boston and she'd run New York and she'd run LA and all the big marathons. And she she basically all the elite runners, including her would, ha- would get special bottles. Like there's whatever on the course, the sponsor, why do all the best runners get these special, what's, what's special about these bottles? Is it yeah. a better version? And she simply said, we need electrolytes and the product that's marketed might have two or three, but it also has sugar and colors and preservatives and things I don't want. Very sensitive. I've run my share of marathons now. The last thing in the world I want is my stomach to be breaking down something that's not natural or that's, that's hard on the stomach or acidic. Yeah. And colors are totally unnecessary, for example. And um, anyway, I that's how I got into it. And then I was a chemistry major in college for a year. And then I became a business major because a guy I worked for who made an electrolyte drink for a company in Columbus, Ohio called Exceed, which was big back then, uh-huh. mid eighties, uh, told me, if you want to make the drink, you're going to have to become a business person because us chemists just do whatever we're told to do. We don't really get to create. And uh, some years later, I ended up uh, visiting my grandmother who had written books about herbs with her mother on the Rio Grande River in New Mexico. And I told her I wanted to make an electrolyte drink. And she said, let's go to my garden and see what we have. And I thought, oh my God, why did I even bring this up? (laughs) Pulling leaves off of, she showed me stevia. She, uh, the plant, we're not talking about the sweetener. That's not not something I'm interested in, but the actual herb and other herbs. And, and then we went to her orchard and we picked some lemons and this is Carpinteria, California. And we put something together and it actually was undrinkable, but it was a start. And uh-huh. uh, that's how I got into this. That's awesome. Were you into like herbs and stuff like because of your grandma? Well, my mother used to drink brewer's yeast and we would eat escarole. And uh, I now know it, it took me years before I realized why we ate what we ate when I was a kid. It was because she was getting protein and B12 and all the nutrients she needed to compete. And she was really good. Yeah. My dad was a decent runner too, but my mother was uh, quite, I mean, she'd win most of her races. Yeah. And, um, and like most kids, I didn't really get it but I was around it and I saw it and I saw the gardens and I saw, I, I, I witnessed it. And then as I became, as I matured, I became very interested in it and I have been most of my adult life. And then I married a woman from Lake Superior who happened to be the art director for an herb company in Utah, Nature's Way, way back when I met her in the nineties. And, uh, and she helped, you know, she's basically gotten me to the next level where I, it's not natural, it's actual that matters to me. Something that comes out of the ground, not something that's made in a laboratory that mimics something that came out of the ground. Right. So uh, I've moved up levels uh, each decade. Yeah, so that's actually, so like a a question would be then why is food food source nutrients so important? I, Vitamin C is a great example. We use acerola berry. Acerola berry, it's a little tiny tart cherry. cherry. You can find it in, say, Barbados. Uh, little tiny, can't eat it, so tart cherry. And it is, I mean, there's acai. There's so many of these sort of trendy berry 
vitamin C sources. Uh, Amla is another one. Uh, we picked acerola berry, but the key is vitamin C is not just ascorbic acid. Ascorbic acid can be mimicked in a laboratory, kind of like citric acid can be made in a laboratory. And it's beneficial, especially if you're on a ship for months, uh, prevent scurvy. Right. However, I have plenty of evidence. Um, Supplements Exposed is a great book by Dr. Brian Clement that I like to show people where they talk about the miracle, and it is, of creating synthetic vitamin C because of the ability to uh, pack it, uh, preserve it, um, and take it on, say, a trip on a boat or in the heat. But it doesn't compare to the complete vitamin C. And I'm talking about the other components besides ascorbic acid. And the evidence shows that the absence of that, let's just take paprika, which is in supplements exposed, the example of a source of vitamin C that's complete. Um, it's, it's noticeable that the advantage of food versus lab. And I think that in America, we we went from packaged to frozen to miracle, back to frozen to convenience, but now we're getting to natural. And I think the next step is actual. And I say actual, not natural, because you can call a synthetically made vitamin C natural, but there's really nothing organic about the process. That's, right. that's controlled in a laboratory, but you can pick a berry and you can extract from it in a method where you use the whole food. And I think that's really what people are going to look for more and more. Yeah. So you're saying that your product has like the other cofactors present as opposed to just isolating one specific slice of the pie. That's right. We, we don't, we don't just have ascorbic acid, which is listed as ascorbic acid. Another common synthetic form of, of vitamin C that we see is calcium ascorbate. Again, I, uh, these are great, but I prefer the food because the food has the other components. And yes, that's what we use. And that goes right down the line with all of our ingredients. Um, so that's important to us. Yeah. So what's the sodium um, derivative? Example. Uh, sodium chloride, a lot of people don't realize the bleaching process and the, and the uh, stabilizers uh, could be corn derived uh, dextrose so you don't not enough that you have to list it but some people don't want any sugar not even the sort of hidden amounts uh, these aren't considerations for us we don't use processed sodium chloride i understand it's a uh, it's practically free if you'd stop by a gas station or a donut store um, you could collect a fair amount of it but um Pink Himalayan sea salt, on the other hand, has 80 minerals. And a lot of people know it's better. They don't know why. The reason why is the other minerals. And I've gotten letters from competitions stating, you have no proof that pink Himalayan sea salt's better than sodium chloride. And it's mostly sodium chloride. And my reply is, you're right. I don't, I don't need it. Our customers don't need it. I want the minerals and they're there. And that's yeah. the color. Yeah. Have you heard, because um, I've heard this, um, and I'm just curious if you have, that um, pink Himalayan salt can actually stabilize blood pressure, whereas, you know, like a table salt, you know, iodized table salt would increase it? That's right. Yes, there's the health benefits. And, and we're in a world now where people are recommending, and I, when I say now, immunity is key. Mm -hmm. And we have people, I have friends, actually, I didn't know this until 
couple of weeks ago, I have a friend who lives a half a mile that way, who is a long hauler, uh, meaning he has had COVID symptoms for 200 days. And the long haulers aren't the only ones. Some people just got it. Um, I don't want to get it. I, don't, I haven't had it, I'm pretty sure. But the bottom line is immunity is so critical right now. And uh, real minerals, the mineral sources are key. And uh, we could just eat greens. I have Halsey Farms right down the street. I can get all my greens. We eat fruit. I've got a persimmon in there that's almost soft enough. Um, but electrolytes are a little harder to get and make sure we get. And the minerals that are I mean, selenium, zinc, and phosphorus are electrolytes. A lot of people don't realize that. We don't need much of them, but they come in these sources that we use. Yeah, so just, so you um, you actually said minerals are the key to hydration, not just the electrolytes. That's right. Uh, and specifically, uh, if you take magnesium as an example, and you look at a magnesium supplement mm -hmm. at a health food store, you're going to see other minerals with the more expensive versions. Those other minerals help you absorb it. Um, minerals work together. And I think that nat nature's food, there's a reason why there are 30, 40 minerals in a green leaf, because they work together and they're, they're necessary for absorption. Potassium is the gatekeeper to our cells. I've spent a ton of time studying with sub four minute milers, running four minute miles on treadmills and measuring the absorbability, the osmolarity of the electrolytes. I have extensive, I've spent some time that so valuable and my competition, I don't know that they, they even, I don't know if it matters to them, but measuring absorption. And when you tinker, when you play with the balances, it, the heartbeat increases. I've seen eight beats per minute increases from less minerals from well-known electrolyte products. Mm -hmm. And the correlation is it's a balance. You don't need a mega dose of anything like sodium. Yeah. Um, it's balance. Uh, yeah. The sodium, by the way, I get people, I, I've made the electrolyte drink for some of the big marathons and I've run uh, some of the big marathons and, uh, and competed as well as I can. And um, I get people say, oh, I'm a heavy sweater. I leave a trail of salt behind. And a lot of companies in my business say, we're gonna replace that, replace that ton of salt. And they have 100 milligrams, 50 milligrams, 500 milligrams of sodium. I don't eat that much sodium in a week. Right. But, but, uh, but is the body even absorbing all of that if the, if the balance yeah. isn't right? So it's, it's rejecting it. Therefore, right. they're leaving a trail of salt behind. Right. We don't want to replace what the body's rejecting. We want to replace what the body's using. And now we're talking about electrolytes that we need micrograms of like selenium, zinc, and phosphorus, uh, chromium, for example, it's not an electrolyte, but it's a mineral that very much helps our blood absorb the other electrolytes. Interesting. I, I didn't realize that about chromium. That's cool. The other minerals, they all have a, a purpose and molybdenum. There are some that you see in all these. You know, when I say 30 or 40 minerals in a green leaf, well, there are 80 minerals in a C-derived mineral. But what are the 40, 30, 40? Well, you're really kind of narrowing down what's necessary for absorption. It's, I don't think it's uh, 
it's interesting how a green leaf specifically gives us what we need. So yeah. many. Yeah. Um, how are electrolytes important for like a rock and roll musician? Energy, uh, replacing energy, uh, hydrating. Uh, we, we, I'm, I, I'm a musician fan. <laughs> I have a couple celloists here. I got a cello right here at my feet. Um, we listen to a ton of music. I've seen a ton of live music and I yeah. can't wait to the next time. Um, but I'm also a yogi and a runner and I sweat a fair amount and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a spieler. I'm a salesman. Uh, I tell you, I'm never more wiped out than when I'm speaking. Yeah. And then you throw in the, the heat and the activity and the motion and the travel. Mm -hmm. These are all very dehydrating uh, circumstances. And so we, we love hydrating musicians and musicians don't want junk. They don't want sugar. They don't want colors. They just want to feel better, perform better and you know, wake up and feel strong. Yeah. And if they don't hydrate quickly so that they're ready to go. And um, specifically with musicians, and this is with everybody that needs hydration, uh, skin, hair, nails, all important for music, depending on what you play. Um, we use bamboo stem. It's an ingredient none of my competition in this country uses. Yeah. Bamboo stem is rich in silica. Silica, Google the seven benefits of silica. One of them is it's detoxification, maybe pulling metals out of our body. But another is skin, hair, and nail hydration. Yeah. Um, it's a green leaf. Yeah. And bamboo stem grows here in New York. We get ours from Washington state. Uh, it's an organics, organic way to hydrate. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what do you sweeten your uh, electrolyte formula with? Uh, technically, we don't sweeten it. We don't use the sweetener Stevia, which is a marketed brand owned by a huge corporation. It's marketed as either Truvia or Reb A. Uh -huh. Reb A is the patent. Uh, publicly held by a, a large company. Um, that's a sweetener. That's the only version of Stevia that can be called a sweetener. So we don't use a sweetener, but we do use an herb. Okay, a plant right. Called Stevia leaf extract. Now, again, it's another green leaf. So you're going to get some minerals in there. Yeah. But it's a way to... It, it you could say it enhances the taste and balances the acerola berry, which is tart. The acerola berry is a big part of our flavor. Mm -hmm. um, but if you lick a, if I, we grow stevia right here in the backyard as well, uh, the stevia we use in our product comes from South America or California. Um, it's a water extracted leaf. It's not processed with the 42 steps of alcohol like the sweetener known right. as Reb A, Rabadiocide A. It's a patented, we could find that formula online. Um, no, we use an herb instead and you can use a water process and you can pull the components out and get that nice uh, sweet taste without having to add any kind of sweetener. Yeah, you and- Color at all. And it doesn't taste like people say like, oh, I hate stevia, that stevia taste. Right. I get a lot of people that say, I hate stevia. I'm with them. Yeah. Uh, right. But they, they may not have tried the leaf. 
Right. And you can go to your local nursery in the spring and buy an organic stevia plant. It's not the prettiest plant, but it's uh, also not the biggest plant. Yeah. So you can tuck it in behind your tomatoes and it will, uh, it, it'll grow easily in any climate. And uh, we're a zone six, seven in New York here, but uh, grows fine here. And you could take a leaf and put it on your windowsill, let the sun dry it. And when it's all dry, you can crumple it up into your tea. And boy, it tastes a lot better than a lot of other things I could add to my tea. Yeah. When I was uh, 15, I was um, like my first like real boyfriend that I had. Um, that's how I kind of got introduced into the natural world, I guess, because he took echinacea and he had his little jar of, you know, like dried stevia that he put in his drinks and stuff. And I was like, huh. And then that, that was it. The, the gate opened. <laughs> what do my girls find a guy like that? <laughs> Um, uh, do you have any podcasts or books that you read or listen to maybe wellness related that I have, I listen to more, um, I'm a runner. I'm on the trails every day. Uh, After this, I'm going to go to Mashashamuit park in Sag Harbor and run my 6.1 mile loop. And I will listen to a podcast, but I listen to more stoic, um, I'm a little, I've done my share. I I like to get out of work and out of that mode. And I'll listen to, um, uh, my podcasts are generally, I'll listen to interviews and I'll listen to more self-help, more business. Uh, That's not my specialty. My specialty is the herb side. I get the plants. I, that's, you should see what we have here. And my kids are eating kale and actually like it. Um, you know, the first time all my kids threw up was the first birthday party they went to when they were five and somebody gave them a juice box. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard for the first time. But anyway, uh, I, I have listened to podcasts about uh, er, about what I do, but I like yeah. to listen more to podcasts about how I want to be. Yeah. So what are some like self-help or you said stoic, like stoicism, like philosophy? Yeah, stoicism. I, I, uh, I have a few. There's a few. This the Daily Stoic is one. I mean, there's I, I don't. I like I love parts. I, I learn from the interviews, and I like parts of the podcasts. I also, when I run, I listen to Howard Stern's interviews, and I just listened to Wolfgang uh, Van Halen's interview. Uh-huh. That was an 80 minute interview. I ran eight miles for that one, and um, I love listening to his interview views they're always musicians he's such he lives about a mile that way um the right way yeah uh, I, I think maybe he's i think he's here now i don't know maybe in the city but either way uh he's his interviews are he loves music and i love yeah. listening to those so um again when i'm listening to podcasts i'm generally trying to get out of what i do the other 14 hours a day um which is working with uh healers, Reiki, yoga, health food stores, and explaining the difference and advantage of actual sources of minerals versus, I mean, the products we compete against don't list any milligrams from plants or sea minerals. Maybe a couple do. There are a couple decent ones out there, Um, but none of them list both. Mm -hmm. And the companies that have the best C-derived minerals don't put any plants in there. They just use ascorbic acid. and so that's, I, I, uh, I've sort of done that for the last 25 years. Yeah, right. Um, so if uh, anyone really, musician or just, you know, a human, um, 
if they, you know, maybe go out to a bar or they're drinking or something, uh, would electrolytes be good to do before, after, in the morning, something like that to help kind of balance out the body? Yes, yes. And I, I think the simple rule is uh, if I'm going to go to a, a bar, which is kind of a dream of mine here in New York, I haven't been to a bar in a while, but if I were to, I would take my packets and I would have one packet in a glass of water per uh, IPA or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'd be so much happier in the morning, especially here in my fifties. I don't want to feel, I don't want any, any, I don't want to remember, um, you know, I don't want any souvenirs of the night before. Right. It's a world of difference. And if I do wake up with, with, uh, the droggy feeling or worse yet a headache, uh, doesn't really happen to me. I'm, I'm ahead of it, but if it did two servings of my product, the what an electrolyte does, electro means energy, light is derived from the word to carry. So specifically what we're doing, whether it's a leg cramp or a headache, a headache would be a, a brain cramp. Yeah. We're increasing oxygen flow to the brain. That brain or muscle is seizing up a leg cramp. We prevent those at night. They can go away first night. Mm -hmm. It's when the muscle or brain needs more oxygen. The way to get more oxygen to that muscle is are the electrolytes specifically potassium, magnesium, selenium, zinc, phosphorus. Everybody knows about sodium. We all have plenty of that, but there are five electrolytes we need milligrams of, and then three we need micrograms of. Those three that we need hardly any of are key, and that's why we use the plants and the seed-derived minerals, selenium, zinc, and phosphorus. A lot of people talk about zinc now with immunity. Absolutely. Um, but the oxygen flow is then increased. That headache will go away in 10 minutes. Um, it's unbelievable. And other, uh, we work with a lot of people with POTS and syndromes where they may, POTS, uh, somebody might get out of bed and then faint, they can't get up and it's uh, not that uncommon. And our product is so quickly absorbed because of the lack of sugar, because of the lack of tricks. Um, sodium chloride, I, I would, uh, my my studies have the studies I've been a part of have shown that if you put a bunch of salt in your gut, it's going to draw water from the brain, from the muscle cells. Right. Actually, the opposite of what we want. You're going to feel bloated. If I drink a a bottle of whatever that you can find at the regular grocery store and it has a lot of sodium in it, I'm going to feel bloated for a little while after because my stomach has just brought more water than I wanted in my stomach. Right. Well, yeah, I want the water and the I want the distribution to the muscles in the brain. So I've heard um, at some point along the way, um, if you, I guess like if your body, we are electric and like a circuit board or whatever. And so like, if you're just drinking too much, just plain water, you're actually kind of like putting out the circuit board. Is that, I mean, like, I guess, what is the, the downside? Hyponatremia. Again, marathon runners, every now and then you hear about somebody that runs a marathon and, and drops dead on the course. Terrible. Um, how can that happen? One of the ways is exactly what you're talking about, flushing the mineral content. The cells need those eight electrolytes. The eight electrolytes, again, we need five in milligrams. That's chromium, I'm sorry, chloride, sodium, potassium, magnesium, uh, and calcium. And we need three in micrograms. That's a thousandth of what we need the milligrams of uh, selenium, zinc, and phosphorus. 
those are the minerals. They're in our cells. Without them, we slowly increase the heart rate and that can become dangerous. And um, so over hydrating, actually over too much water. Yeah. Too much water, not enough water, both very bad things. Mm-hmm. And uh, with COVID and with people that can't get rid of it, and it's a common thing, they're known as long haulers. Um, more and more people are becoming aware of the long haulers. Uh, I became aware of it because of people blogging about our product and then calling us and saying, how do I get this now? Um, my mom or whoever, me. Um, and uh, it's, it's, we, need the, we need the correct balance of electrolytes in order to hydrate properly. And we don't really want anything that gets in the way, meaning a color or a preservative or even a, a sugar or you know some natural, I'm not, I don't have a problem with sugar, but when it comes to hydrating, I want it faster. Mm-hmm. Studies show that uh, less sugar means quicker absorbability, osmolarity. And I've been a part of this, some pretty extensive studies with some Olympic runners that have run in multiple Olympics where it becomes clear. Huh. Um, I was gonna ask you, so, oh, what is the, I guess, the correlation between electrolytes and with the long haulers, how is that supportive of their bodies? Yeah, I I started and I didn't really get where I was going. Um, One of the issues that can happen is AFib, uh, heart issues. And uh, it's again, something that hydration can help prevent. Mm -hmm. Uh, People can be in the sun and not realize they need to hydrate and say, I'm just gonna wait. It's almost like running a car with low oil. The engine's overheating. Well, just get there and wait. Not gonna work that way. It will become a problem and dangerous. And hydration is absolutely important. And with the long haulers or anybody that has any kind of virus, immunity and hydration are so critical and we feel such an advantage. Somebody gets the flu and they're throwing up electrolytes will, without the sugar, you're not, I mean, I've been there, you're going to get rid of your stomach will reach as deep as it has to, to pull out. It's terrible, but, but little by little, we're going to get a little more in and electrolytes are what our body needs and headaches, leg cramps, um, any kind of virus, any, many sicknesses. There are plenty of studies out there um, that show that people that have diseases exhibit dehydration mm-hmm. yeah most people do not drink enough enough water aren't using electrolytes or um yeah too much alcohol too much coffee too much soda i mean all of that is balance is the key yeah. um i like my fair share of coffee um, but then I drink a ton of water and right. then I also make sure I get my electrolytes and it helps that I eat fairly well too. Yeah. So for an average person is one serving enough for a day? I say one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it depends on the diet. Sure. Actually, if, uh, if it's a, a truck driver that's driving and eating fast food and, or microwave food, even so many of them do try so hard, but they're just not getting the minerals. Well, them two to four a day. Yeah. Um, but um, for me, I'm eating a lot of greens and I eat very well, um, but still I'm running every day. And uh, if I can, I'll practice yoga 
and and I run every day and I'm burning 600 to 1000 calories out there on my runs and that means I'm also utilizing a lot of electrolytes so for me two to four um, but for somebody that eats very well that buys their food at a farmer's market or an orga organic market yeah. you could argue you drink water and eat a perfect diet and you'll be fine and uh, but for that added dose of minerals yeah add one maybe okay. two Okay. What have you learned, I guess, along the way, as far as um, any challenges that you faced and how you have, you know, maybe dealt with them or, you know, that kind of, especially like if you're with your interest in philosophy. Yeah. I, I, there's an episode of Mad Men where Don Draper, his doctor said, how do you feel in the morning? And I'll never forget that. And uh, I don't know, somewhere in my forties, and I'm genetically blessed and lucky, but somewhere along the way, I just didn't feel as great as I did the day before. And I don't know which day that was, but somewhere I realized I can help myself by really practicing, you know, what I preach and really eliminating the things I know I don't need, like really eliminating them. And there's a visual of, of a stomach with chips and you know the oil and the potato chips the starch and it fills it you know to here but we don't even we're not satiated it doesn't work and uh it's i got like a white one over here <laughs> <laughs> um and then they show the spinach and you know it's really just a little bit of it and you feel full yeah and uh that's that's how i operate now um so um i i think that i it just Everybody that had spoken to me all those years, I finally started registering what they said. Maybe stretch a little bit more, eat a little bit better. And, and also I'm, uh, I'm 53 and when I run, I try to stay on the trails because my Achilles likes the trails. What is a favorite quote of yours? Uh, I have a new one actually. And I learned that I, there's a, band, band of horses. I love band of horses. I want to use one of their quotes on one of our new flavors when we come out with one after COVID, I guess. Um, but I can't get anyone to respond to me, but they have a great quote from one of their great songs, Debt Left Shrimp. But uh, that's not my quote. My quote is, you were once wild here. Don't let them tame you. And I had to look, I don't have this one memorized yet, but it's Isadora Duncan and it's a over a hundred years old, so I don't have to get permission. I can use it. We have a great Mark Twain quote on our watermelon can, but that's my favorite quote right now. I like that. That's good. Um, well, awesome. I, this was cool. And it's good learning the nuances of hydration and the balance necessary with minerals and trace minerals. And thank you so much for, for making time. Thanks for having me, Amy. It was fun. Yeah. All right. I'll see ya. Okay, bye.